Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Think or Swim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. Coronavirus exposes workers to the risks of the gig economy. Drivers for Uber and Lyft in Seattle say demand for rides has plummeted and they have few workplace benefits to fall back on. By Ariane Marshall and Gregory Barber. For the past nine years, Mandolin Noir has taken care of other people's pets around Seattle, often working through companies like Rover and Wag. The work is steady. She visits the dogs when their owners are at work and checks in on cats when owners travel out of town. But in the past week, she's faced a cascade of cancellations. Her clients who work for Amazon and Zillow have been asked by their employers to stay home because of COVID-19 and vacations have been canceled. Now Noir is trying to find a full-time job, no easy task when half of Seattle is shut down, and, as the local health department said on Tuesday, the disease is spreading more rapidly in the county. Suddenly, all of my work has disappeared, she says. I have enough money to pay bills through next month, and that's it. As coronavirus infections multiply across the country, and particularly in Seattle, gig economy workers are again learning that they are on their own. Ahmed Moumin is the executive director of the Seattle Rideshare Drivers Association, which represents 700 local drivers. He says rides are down about 50 percent compared to a normal week as major local employers like Amazon and Microsoft urge their workers to stay home. The drivers are very anxious about that, he says. There's worry about making rent, paying phone bills, and filling prescriptions. Really don't know what I'm going to do to make money as this is my full-time gig one local driver wrote on Reddit. Beyond the lost income, Moomin says drivers carry the additional worry that comes with a virus that has infected at least 190 local people and killed 22. 
For a full-time driver, it would be easy to pick up 15 to 20 people during daily shift, he says. You can see why drivers are very worried that the next person they give a ride to has the disease. For the app-based gig economy companies like Uber, Lyft, Rover, and Instacart, which hire independent contractors instead of employees with benefits, coronavirus may be their biggest test yet. In theory, gig work is tailor-made for virus panics or any broad economic swing. Agile, independent workers can move from one working relationship to another with only a phone, an internet connection, a car, and a valid driver's license as tools of the trade. That is happening in coronavirus-affected places, to a degree. Grocery delivery drivers report booming business as people heed advice to stay indoors. A Facebook worker reported the company's VPN has been banned from DoorDash because so many workers were placing orders from home. DoorDash declined to comment. One Instacart shopper in Seattle who had hustled straight through the weekend delivering groceries and hand sanitizer triumphantly posted her earnings on Reddit, $1,800 in a week. We've been recommending that ride-hail drivers sign up for Instacart and DoorDash since those two are the more popular delivery services, says Harry Campbell, the founder of the popular Rideshare Guy driver blog. The effects are also geographically disparate. In cities where fewer businesses have sent workers home, some ride-hail drivers have reported more work, not less, as commuters seek to avoid public transit. But the crisis also points to the precariousness of gig work performed by a small army of independent contractors who don't receive sick pay, workers' compensation, or health benefits. Some gig workers say the system creates a perverse incentive for cash-strapped contractors to stay behind the wheel despite the risks to themselves and others they come in contact with. Over the weekend, New York officials announced that a Queens-based Uber driver tested positive for the virus. Through email and in-app notifications, gig economy companies have distributed basic safety tips. Wash your hands, throw away tissues, disinfect surfaces often touched by passengers. Instacart and Postmates have introduced contactless delivery options, which allow delivery workers and customers to avoid face-to-face -face interaction, though research suggests the virus can also be transmitted on surfaces like food cartons or bags. Uber and Lyft both say they will automatically deactivate and compensate drivers who are infected by the virus or told by public health officials to self-quarantine. Both companies declined to say how much money they were setting aside for the effort. A spokesperson for Uber said the company would work with local governments to support drivers if the virus forced it to stop services in specific markets. On Sunday, the Wall Street Journal reported that Uber, Lyft, Instacart, Postmates, and DoorDash were in talks for an industry-wide compensation plan for gig workers. Grubhub confirmed to Wired it was also participating in the coalition, but declined to offer details. Companies may be reluctant to go too far in offering workers protections, given ongoing legal battles in which they insist the workers are not employees and the risk that additional benefits become entrenched after the crisis passes. There are no legal limitations to what the companies might offer independent contractors, says Orly Lobo, a professor who studies employment law and intellectual property at the University of San Diego. Last fall, some gig economy companies offered to give a health care stipend to workers who were still agitating for more benefits in California. Still, it might be, despite the fact that there is no rational legal limit to this, that companies are attempting to look as disconnected as possible from their independent contractors by not offering any benefits that are associated with the employment relationship, she says. Some gig workers say the company's efforts aren't enough. These companies were built on taking no responsibility or accountability for anything, 
says Ezra Dubroff, who has driven in Los Angeles for ride-hail and food delivery apps since 2013. When you build an entire industry and economy based on offloading all the efficiencies to someone else, to minimum wage workers, it doesn't make the problems disappear. For some like Noir, the Seattle dog sitter, that means little relief is in sight. After the recent cancellations, she says, she has only one client lined up for the rest of the month with few new prospects. For others, the hustle continues. On Reddit, other Instacart shoppers fawned over the big Seattle earner's achievement and wondered if she planned to take a break. Probably Thursday, lol, she wrote. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.